This is the Berman Project. Hey, it's JD here, back for another week of introspection and reflection on grief, depression, and the pathway to mental wellness, all the while nourishing my soul with the music and art of the late, great indie rock singer-songwriter, David Cloud Berman. How are you doing, motherfuckers? Uh, it's, uh, it's, been, oh, it's been a week, man. It's been quite the fucking week. Uh, just when things seemed at their lowest, uh, I managed to get levels lower. As I, as I mentioned to you before, you know, that uh, idea of hitting rock bottom and then finding a fucking pile driver. Or a, um, what are they called? Jackhammer, you know? Uh, not good. Not good. It was a bad week for JD. Very bad. Canceling plans willy-nilly. Not leaving the house. Not showering. It's, it's ugly. The truth is ugly. I'm sorry. Uh, and everything sort of culminated. I, uh, well, I haven't talked to my therapist in three weeks and I don't talk to her until the 13th. So you're hearing this before the 13th, I believe, or you'll be hearing this after the 13th. So I will have talked to her when you, when you've heard this by the next episode, um, if not the next episode, the one after that. So I, I should have talked to her by then. But that's just uh, that's just business. That's just logistics. You don't need to hear. You don't. You don't need to look in the trunk. Hey, hey, hey! Get away from the fucking trunk. You don't need to look in there. It's better for us if you don't understand. So there's that. Um, I saw my psychiatrist though. I saw him this week and basically since I saw him last, you know, there's been a couple things that have happened. I stopped working on that one podcast, uh, and the event that went with it, the event happened on the 31st of August. The last episode aired on the 4th of September and that was that. At around the same time, I got taken off of lithium. So, JD's mood goes in the tank for a couple months. Who's to blame? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Who's to blame? Is it, is it A? Is it B? Is it some sort of cocktail of the two? Is it the weather? Yeah, the weather's starting to turn. Mornings, of which I enjoy immensely, are dark until 8 o'clock in the morning. It's horse shit. It's just horse shit. I got to stop forgetting to drink coffee, too. That reminds me. I didn't have a coffee today. Fuck. Now, I'm lucky I could have a coffee at, like, 4 in the afternoon and it doesn't impact my sleep. You know, uh, I usually have a Coca-Cola 
during, yeah, on the weekends, I'll have a Coca-Cola around four o'clock. Does nothing. Does nothing. It's just, uh, it's just that taste of Americana that I crave. <clears throat> so there's that. So I go in and I see my psychiatrist, and that's his question as well. He's like, should we put you back on lithium? And it's like, do I want to go back on lithium? Man, I was getting up to pee three times a night. I was drinking six liters of water a day, seven liters of water a day, <clears throat> taking good care of those kidneys. And um, my dreams. My dreams were spectacular. If you've ever been on lithium, was that your experience? Send me an email, jd at mediumalchemist.com. Yeah, I was, uh, I was baffled by that. Um, my dreams were like the movie Inception. It was like there were dreams within dreams within dreams. They were art. They were fucking high art. Uh, if there was a, an academy of motion picture arts and sciences for dreams i hate to tell you but i'd have some fucking statues on my mantelpiece okay so just uh deal with that he spent about a half hour with me and he's only supposed to spend about 15 with me like he's really just there to monitor meds and and uh i don't i don't quite know i don't quite know what a hospital's outpatient program should be like in an ideal world. That's something I should talk to my therapists about. What would that look like? Like just, you know, sometimes we talk about random shit and uh, sometimes we, we get dark and dirty and um, that's hard, man. <laughs> Fuck. It's hard work. So something that's not hard work is, uh, you know, pharmaceuticals i suppose I'll, I'll say there's you know um there's varying schools of thought on pharmaceuticals and big pharma and you know the way we treat mental illness <clears throat> um some of it i mean uh, dude i had fucking electroconvulsive therapy that just seems barbaric <clears throat> I would do it again, though. <laughs> if it made me better, I would fucking do it again. But, uh, like, they literally put you under so they can give you a seizure. And they give you a seizure by shocking your brain. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> ah, so, I'm on a new drug. I got put on a new mood stabilizer. It's, uh, I don't know what it's called. I'll look it up for you next time. I've got to do some research on it. Um, I'm, I'm happy because I think the lithium adjunct was like, was good for me. I think it, I think it did perk me up, even though it was a low dose. I, I feel like I got something from it. So when it was taken away from me, that was, you know, that was tough. And it was coming at the same time that I stopped doing some work that I felt was sort of meaningful. You know, the work that I was doing was, was meaningful. We, we have a, 
a charity program named after the lead singer of the tragically hip Gord Downey and and an indigenous child who tried to leave residential you got to look it up but it's called the Downey Wenjack Fund and um they do good work and we supported them so that was nice that we were able to do that so i don't know in the next few weeks we'll document how things are coming along it's good that i do this so that i can like i'm not on it right now I haven't started taking it i'll start taking it on monday um and that's that's cool and we'll see what what gives there's there's very low side effects on this drug that just means it probably makes you come green or something like that i don't know these things do fucking weird shit to your body <laughs> they do weird shit to your body so there's that let's listen to some music Swimming with the country club women In the Greenwood Southside Society pool I love your amethyst eyes And your Protestant thighs You're a shimmering socialite Jew From the carbon dioxide riding academy To the children's crusade marching through the downtown Well I think I'd die see if you just said hi to me When something breaks it makes a beautiful sound Sometimes I feel like I'm watching the world And the world isn't watching me back But when I see you, I'm in it too The waves come in and the waves go back And the kids in the car all covered in dirt Hot chest passing under the moon My father came in from wherever he'd been He kicked my shit all over the room All over the room All over the room Okay. 
Everybody say it with me. Don't step on that shit, JD. Do not step on that shit. What a fucking tune, right? American Water is just a fabulous record. And Blue Arrangements is um, just another absolute monster on this record. If you love Jamie Malcolmus, you're going to fucking... You know, just die over this song. Uh, Malk did it solo a few times uh, on, you know, solo tours. Um, as it's mainly his voice, you know, it's 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 easy to sort of see how he could do that. But uh, just fantastic. Uh, some some great some great turns of phrase as you know we've come to expect at this point you're a shimmering socialite jewel um when something breaks it makes a beautiful sound jesus there's just this whole stanza sometimes i feel like i'm watching the world and the world isn't watching me back but when i see you i'm in it too the waves come in and the waves go back. Oh man, that reminds me of that Hunter S. Thompson bit talking about with the right set of eyes. And then, oh, I fucking love it. I wish I, I should memorize that. That's something I should memorize. That would be a cool thing to memorize. So I could just throw that out every once in a while. I don't know if I'm even capable of memorizing things anymore. Speaking of ECD. So, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that's Blue Arrangements, and that's fucking spectacular stuff. If this is new to you, congratulations. You're getting uh, some great 
some some fucking great music in this second season of the Berman Project. Um, yeah, we've got some we've got some good stuff still to come. So from this record and from and from others, uh, great stuff in fact. So stay tuned. Let's go to the poem. This one, as always, comes from Actual Air by David Berman, his work of uh, poetry. And this one is called Nervous Ashers. Nervous Ashers. And it's a monster. It's uh, paragraphs. So please bear with me as uh, I recite Nervous Ashers. There were mountain huts full of smallpox strung out along the hillsides between Escatawapa and Morgan City, birds boiling up and out of freestanding chimneys under the routine advent of rainbows and chainsaws, the old sound of cheap labor rising and falling in the weather that was like frosted bank glass and advancing. There were heaps of tangled sawhorses and tripwire, vacant jaspers and wolframite mines, mounds of dead Ataris and scarred death drawer Bibles scattered across those abandoned counties that lay inert as a rope. Hazel and Bobby lived together in an old slave shack I rented out of the upper fields. They cut Canadian thistle and picked slowberries off the blackthorn for a living slashing their hands and bickering all day in the frayed heat, visiting me in the cool main house most evenings. We'd sit in rooms without ceilings, drinking White Hill whiskey under the recumbent stars, and Bobby, who loved to go on about things, would reminisce about his dead wife who'd contracted a disease from sleeping too close to the box fan. On Sundays, they wouldn't move a muscle. They'd just sit there like two piles of coins, quietly warming through the afternoon, then slowly cooling off over the evening. Bobby puts on his sound jacket. Shards of hospital bed are locked in the bass drum. Through the worn, dulcioid rafters, I can see birds flying over the practice room. The snare is stuffed with traffic tickets and out the window there's my horse walking on the stream, the stream always behind schedule. There's a, there's a dust moat hawk landing in slow-mo on my guitar. Hazel sang something about Ernest Worlds in Tullahoma who'd had a dream about a cougar sleepwalking on Polk's grave and how that was bad luck for the region. Look, that look out the window are darkened. And those faces pass down the centuries that kickstart the rivers and grow like nerve endings in a coal cart until they're key cold and shoved through the death gate, a cattle folk set free, released into the dirt waves. And John and his father John trap mink under the chain lightning in the libraries they've landed in, where all the talk about shadow-dappled paths is typeset published, and poured into a break in the earth. Hazel murmured to no one in the room. You might think it was words and dark tickets as we began to play RMT in the swarming weather chart sundown. And it was. Outside, you'd still hear the music. Hear someone singing 
actors dreaming got nowhere to say see my sheet go walking run and fly and it would sound better from far away like a faded sketch of a long forgotten pacer at the downs all the while platinum ticks are dropping off trees like little romans onto an auburn showered curtain half buried in the forest floor Already gone were the golden days of easy credit, the days of approaching squat south-central skylines from underneath the ice-blue tides of the windshield, and five-cent war comets, howling saran yaps and careening school cords, all that was left looking like two lost eyeballs on the field of Spotsylvania where a couple of black plastic knobs in the dirt one for tone and one for rinse. The place is like a haunted turnpike closed down for years where things still happen in the little turnoffs to the renowned teenagers that never came back. If you came in the day and you're lucky, you might catch yourself a nice photograph of two sweat bees fucking on a coke mirror. You might see my horse breaking across a white wine-colored clearing, or maybe hearing the old cord coming for no real reason out of sockets in the walls, because there's an answering machine clogged with ice deep in the courthouse mountains where he lived and died in the breach. I was a nervous Ashert, and like I told you, it's it's a monster. I'm going to take a little drink of water right now because my mouth is dry. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Uh, I'm going to sit with this one. I think I have to read it about 900 more times. And and just sit with it. It's it's dense. It's really dense. It's a story. It's a short story, basically. But you know, it's got the poetic convention, so that it can come in and out of almost consciousness, like sort of. As paragraphs change, scenes change, situations change. Yeah, it's uh sort of fucked great words some cool words scatawapa that's fucking great man so that's what i got for you this week i'll be back next week and the week after that and we're gonna keep listening to music and we're gonna keep having uh, a good time so thanks for sticking it out with me and uh, in uh, subscribing to season two. Talk to you next week. Be cool. Be well. Stay hungry. Stay foolish. And wash your goddamn hands. The Berman Project is a production of Duvra Podcasts and Such. You can find out more about the show at www.thebermanproject.xyz That's right. I'm fucking Canadian. I'm also social. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, and all the rest at Berman Project.
podcasts and such.